Welcome to episode eight of Just Hit Play. Uh, my name is Peter, and with me is my co-host Nick. Nick, how are you? I'm doing excellent. I've had a I've had a really good week. Uh, I was able to get to the beach on the weekend, so yeah, feeling good. The vibes are good over here. What uh, what beach did you go to? Uh, so I went to Ipperwash Beach. Um, it's kind of in the Grand Bend area on Lake Huron. I love the Grand Bend area. Yeah, that's such a lovely area to go to. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. It was really nice. I, I haven't been to the, to the beach in so long. So it was a really good day. And um, I got super sunburned. Uh, I, f- I forgot that you have to reapply sunscreen periodically. So yeah, I'm very red, but that's okay. When we were there last, uh, with when me and Angie were there last, I took her to Sobel. And she asked me why I took her to a dirt patch. <laughs> I mean, if you're comparing Ontario beaches to Australian, yeah. you're, you're going to be disappointed every time, unfortunately. Australian beaches are some of the nicest beaches in the world. So I can understand why she thought, yes. you know, I think there was like a raccoon ran by and you know, there was some, <laughs> maybe some garbage bags floating in the air. So I'm yeah, sure. she didn't understand why I took her to a dirt pile. <laughs> but I, I, I have such fond memories of Sobel's uh, growing up. I had a blast at Sobel. So it was, it was funny getting her... Uh, reaction from it so that was pretty cool yeah oh i'm sure uh and with us is our engineer darren in our brisbane studio darren how's your week going it's going good thanks darren uh before we begin the episode i thought i would just do a quick summary in case uh, this is the first time someone's listening to this episode uh i'll just quickly touch on why we started this uh this podcast so a couple months ago it I was really getting sick of the music that I was listening to. And I just realized that I wasn't listening to any new music. And it dawned on me that if I'm not listening to new music, then it's a possibility that Nick, my nephew, who's 20 something years, my junior might not be listening to music that I grew up with. So I contacted Nicholas and we traded off some songs. uh, And then I thought maybe this would be a good, a cool idea for a podcast. There could be other people uh, that are in the same boat that we are, uh, you know, whether you're young and don't know a lot about older music, or if you're my age and haven't heard a lot of the new music that's out now. Uh, so the podcast was born. So that's how Just Hit Play was was born. Uh, so each week, we, we Nicholas and I trade off songs that we've never heard before. And we discuss it on, you know, what feelings it brought up, why we chose that song for each, each, uh, each of us to listen to. So that's the premise of the podcast. So we're on episode eight. Nick, how have you found the podcast so far? Well, I've I've really had a blast recording this. Um, I, I've I've wanted to do a podcast for a while. Like I, I listen to them a lot in my spare time. So I always thought it'd be a really cool idea to, to do one. And uh, I think that's a great format. I'm having a lot of fun. And we've been getting you know really good feedback from all our listeners. So thank you for that. And you know that's that's really um, you know made everything worth it. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a great time and discovering some really good music along the way. So all in all, yeah. Have you had much response from people your age, like some of the friends of yours? I, I know you mentioned one time uh, I talked about how I would have to go to a record store to talk to the record guy about new music that was coming out, and that they thought that was kind of interesting. Have you heard much feedback? Yeah, well, I'm I'm lucky to have you know very supportive friends, and um, you know I've only been hearing positive things. So it seems like you know, <laughs> unless they're lying to just be nice, it seems like everyone's enjoying it. I think everyone's enjoying it, maybe except for your dad. Uh, I don't think he likes my part of things, but uh, that's all right. Yeah, you can't please everyone. All right, this week I'm going to go first, Nick, and the song we're going to listen to is by CCR Creedence 
Clearwater Revival. This song is Green River. And before we get into it, Darren, just hit play and give us some Green River. That was Green River by CCR. Nick, I'm going to tell you how that song was chosen for you to listen to. I'm a big CCR fan. Uh, I've been around CCR's music my whole life. Uh, This particular song came out in 1969. I really wanted you to listen to a CCR song other than Fortunate Son, which you knew. So one of our bigger supporters of this podcast is my dear friend, Jim, who who I've known for 20-something years probably. And she has been such a supporter of ours. She always, you know, every time we put out a new episode, she puts it out on her Instagram. So as a thank you to her for being such a such a supporter of ours, she actually picked the song for you to listen to this week. And her pick was Green River. So thank you very much, Jim. We appreciate all your support. So, Nick, what did you think of Green River by CCR? Yeah, you know, I, I on my first listen, I think I was a little bit... Um, underwhelmed almost. I, it wasn't that long and I, I wasn't really able to get into it. But then on my second listen, I listened to it sitting outside in my backyard, warm, sunny day. Um, you know, I, I, I had a, a coffee and for some reason <laughs> that environment just, it I, it made me appreciate the song a lot. And, you know, I started getting into it. My foot started tapping like crazy and, you know, then I knew, okay, yeah, this song's great. Yeah, I, I think it's really good. It'll be in my rotation for sure. CCR are one of those amazing bands. As soon as you hear a particular guitar riff, you know exactly yes. what song you're about to listen to. I, I need to talk about how much I love the guitar riff on this song because once I really paid attention to it, like it cut through the instrumental that first time, it's been in my head nonstop. It's so catchy and, and clean and just so well done. Oh, I love it. Well, the genre of music that CCR or Creedence Clearwater Revival are most known for is something called swamp rock because they're from sort of like this like New Orleans area, southern rock and a little bit of country. That's really the genre that that we're listening to. Swamp, swamp rock. rock. Yeah. I like that. That's that's cool. I've never heard of of a swamp rock band, but I, I like that. Right. Let me tell you a little bit about this song. And one of the reasons I love doing this podcast, even though I knew this song since I was a kid and have listened to it I don't know, a million times. I didn't really know anything about the song in particular. And that's another reason I love doing this podcast is because I get to learn about songs and bands like I never had before. So this song was released in 1969. CCR in 1969 put out three albums. That's crazy. Like, can you imagine putting out that's three insane. albums <laughs> in in one year? That's wow. I can't, I can't believe that. Very unheard yeah. of nowadays. Uh, and this, like Bad Moon Rising and Proud Mary were on earlier albums that came out this year. And those are really big CCR songs. Fortunate Son was released this year and Green River was released this year. Uh, that's a career for some bands and they did it in in, in one year. Uh, the song is about, so John Fogarty is the lead singer of CCR. This song is, is really a snapshot of his youth. Uh, he grew up uh, near a river uh, where they used to go as kids and he learned how to swim in this river and he had really like fond memories of just, 
you know, I think the, I think there was like a swing in a tree and they used to use the swing to jump into the river. And it's just really a snapshot of his youth and uh, all the things they got up to and the memories of, of spending time in, in, in this river. So that's what the song is written and written about. Yeah. And I, I definitely got that sense. And I looked up the lyrics and um, was reading them and he, he's describing very specific memories but I, I feel like the, um, the way that those memories make you feel hearing them described like it, it's it's universal almost everyone has those summer days from their youth where you know they they just get transported back and, and they're at peace I don't think you have to have experienced the same things that John Fogarty has to really connect to what he's singing about on this song which I think is really cool you you forget with a band like CCR because you you know their songs of how many actual hits they had. This is a band that had you know as you said, Fortunate Son, Proud Mary, Bad Moon Rising, Who'll Stop the Rain, Down on the Corner, Green River. I put a spell on you. Like there's so many hits, I completely forgot how many hits that CCR have. Just amazing songs there are. Yeah, and I, like I like I told you uh, before when we were talking about CCR. A Fortunate Son is is probably the only song by them that I would know immediately. Like when I read the na- the name Fortunate Son, I hear it in my head. I know that's that's the song. But I feel like there there are so many songs where if I heard them playing, I would be like, oh yeah, I recognize that song. I probably wouldn't know the name. I've heard so many CCR songs before. I'm you probably sure. have uh, to the point where I'll yeah. say this: anytime I go see a movie, like at the cinema or, or I'm I'm at home watching Netflix and. It's a period piece film or it's like a, a superhero film and a CCR song comes on. I always get so worried that the film is going to be shit because <laughs> I think they put money into the soundtrack because to cover up how bad the yeah. movie's going to be. Uh, Suicide Squad was like that. The movie was so bad that they had to put on all these like really amazing songs to cover up how bad the movie was going to be. So as soon as I hear a CCR song come up in a movie, I get worried. It's like, oh, this is going to be bad. I, I'm willing to bet that Fortunate Son is in 80% of every piece of media ever made about the Vietnam War. It would War. be, yeah. It's got, it's got to be. It has yeah. to be. <laughs> but it, I mean, it is a great song. But yeah, it's just, uh, it's so linked to the late 60s, early 70s, Vietnam War, yes. everything happening in the world at that time. It, they're so tied to, to that. When we were talking about the output of, of releasing three albums in one year, one of the reasons why that happened is uh, when CCR first started, they were very much in the in the San Francisco scene, and they saw what drugs and alcohol were doing to a lot of the bands in the San Francisco scene, and how live bands were just shit because of you know all the drugs they were on and the, how drunk they were. So they, they made a decision as a band never to uh, never to touch alcohol or do any drugs. Uh, and just concentrate wow. on music. So I think that's one of the reasons why they were so they put they they could put out so much, three albums in one year. They just had no other distractions like drugs and alcohol to distract them from from putting out music. So I found that really fascinating. I did not know that fact until I did a little bit of research for the podcast. Yeah, that is really interesting. You got to admire the the dedication because I, I feel when you're at that status and you're a band that's um, quote unquote made it and you're successful, those temptations must be so omnipresent that, you know, that, that takes a lot of dedication to, to, to not, you know, start using. If you look at the San Francisco scene around that time, you had Jimi Hendrix who died, um, Janis Joplin who died, uh, Jim Morrison uh, was very much in the San Francisco scene too. He died uh, all because of drug related, alcohol related things. So you could see where they were coming from and, and it was just taking the best of them. Um, 
and it, I, I found, I, I heard this really funny thing written about an English teacher who taught English in high schools. And he could always tell when kids started experimenting with, 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 with marijuana, specifically with pot. And he said that their writing style would just change and everything they wrote about was about pot, about getting high and how, and he said, all these people think that it expands the mind, but in his view, it really narrowed the mind because that's all they ever wrote about was just, was just about getting high. And I thought, I thought that was really interesting as someone who uh, may have experimented once or twice in my youth. Uh, I could totally see where that teacher was coming from. Uh, you know, I, I'm at the point in my life now where I don't smoke or I don't drink at all. And uh, I like to think that my consciousness is a little bit broader because of those, uh, those facts. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was really fascinating how the English teacher could just see when kids would start, you know, experimenting with drugs. I, I found that fascinating. Yeah. And I, I feel like music, you know, you can definitely see that in musicians too, right? Like every, um, whenever a, a successful band goes through uh, <laughs> a period of, of strong experimentation, I, I feel like it's very often correlated with you know a lot of drug use. I mean, you look at the Beatles, yeah. right? When they were later on in their career, um, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds being you know the famous example. Um, but yeah, I'm sure they were absolutely experimenting with drugs, and they made you know Sgt. Pepper's and and all those great albums. We'll we'll get we'll talk about the Beatles maybe a, a little bit later in another episode. But I always found it fascinating because they stopped touring. I think after 1965 or 66 is when they when they last were a touring band, and their music changed because they didn't have to play those songs live anymore. Of if the Beatles continued to play live, how what would their music sound like? They could because they were no longer a, a touring band. They could just experiment as much as they wanted because they never had to play those songs live. Uh, it it always fascinated me if the Beatles continued to be a live band, what their music would sound like and how different it would be. Yeah, that'd be a really cool thought experiment. Yeah. For sure. So uh, because uh, you said that this was going to be in your playlist, I'm assuming that Green River is now part of your playlist? Absolutely. That's a safe yeah. assumption. And I don't even have to ask this question, but I'm going to because I know Darren is a huge CCR fan. But Darren, what did you think about Green River? Yep. Always loved it. And I checked my files and it's been in my playlists for the last 15 years. So, Yeah, I did know that about Darren. I, I knew Darren was a big uh, CCR fan. So thank you, Darren. Yeah, I'm glad you like the song, Nick. Uh, I think I think your, your initial assumption is right. It's a very short song. And sometimes, uh, you know, when you first hear it, 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 it catches you off guard because of how short it is. But once you sort of get into the groove and, and get into that amazing guitar sound, you sort of pick up on the song again. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. On a short song like this, it's you don't have um, that period to kind of ease into the song, right? It just kind of kicks off right away, um, and you know, it, 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 they're going for it right away. They're grooving right away, and yeah, definitely, definitely caught me off guard. But once I was ready for it, I was ready to accept the groove and and all that. I love the song, so thank you for showing me that. Thank you, Jem, for the recommendation. Yes, thank you, Jem. All right. Nick, you're up. Tell us about your song. Yeah, so my song for this week is Party Police by the Canadian indie band Always. Uh, they originated in Prince Edward Island, um, later moved to Toronto, where they are now based out of. And before I talk with them any further, Darren, why don't you just hit play and give us a snippet? Trees. I never really know what's on your mind. Is it ever? 
So, Party Police by Always. What did you think of this song? I think I had the same reaction that you did on the first listen of the CCR song. Um, I didn't really think much of it. It wasn't until... Uh, you said you were outside uh, when, when you sort of got into Green River. I was on the train coming home from work when I got into this song. And I think I got into the song because of the lyrics. And I'll touch on the lyrics a little bit later. But I thought it was such a, a really interesting love unrequited sort of song where the the singer is talking about someone who probably doesn't feel the same way about her as she feels about them uh, and well and i'll touch a little bit on that a little bit later but yeah i really enjoyed the song uh, more so because of the lyrics yeah i i love this song um it's so much it every year when i get like the uh, the summary from from apple music about you know what, what i listen to most in the year for the past three years this has been in my top 20 without fail um, I think the, the guitar and vocals, they're drenched in, in reverb, so much reverb and effects. And I think it just creates such a cool, unique atmosphere that I haven't really found in many other songs, um, you know, similar to this. And I, I, I just love it so much. And I, I get uh, like really strong feelings of nostalgia and longing from this song and you said it perfectly the lyrics are really really special and once you start diving into those and and really connecting with it it, that's what makes it special i I must say i think this might be the first artist that i've heard of from prince edward island uh that was when i when i found out they were from pei i thought that was kind of cool i i have this really uh affinity for pei i visited there when i was really really young and and uh, I always had such a, a fond memory of PEI. So uh, I was really happy to hear that there, there's some cool music coming from, from the island. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure if you came across this, um, if, you, if you did any research about the band. But uh, the lead singer, Molly Rankin, uh, she is the daughter of one of the members of the Rankin family, which uh, was a Celtic Canadian folk group that uh, had some, some success internationally in the 90s. So I thought that was a pretty fun fact. Yeah, I I didn't know that, but I do know of the Rankin family. Yeah, they 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 had some some uh, some big songs in the '90s, and especially in Canada where I'm where I grew up. So that's where I remember them from. Yeah, I'd I'd never heard of the Rankin family before. Um, so I'll have to take your word for it that they were pretty big. But yeah, I I think it's really cool seeing uh, that musical talent get passed down from generation to generation, and and seeing the the torch get passed on, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, Listening to the lyrics now, again, this might be my own personal view and how I interpreted what the singer was saying. Let me give out this piece of advice to anyone listening. If you're dating someone or involved with someone who has one foot out the door and they're not really going to commit to you, and you think that by staying in the relationship that eventually they'll come around, it rarely happens. Uh, I thought the singer expressed that so well in the song where she has this longing for this person that just does not want to commit to her. At least again, this is my interpretation of the song. And I, that, that was loud and clear to me. Yeah. I had a very similar interpretation of, of this song that the singers, they're pleading um, for this person that they love to commit and stay with them ignore the outside world everybody else just focus on their relationship and i find it so vulnerable and heart-wrenching but at the same time just the way that the melodies are are presented in the actual song it's so soothing almost it's it's very very cathartic that that's the word i'd use to describe this song how did you come across the song itself 
so um, there's a, a subreddit I really like called uh, r slash indie heads. And I just, I just caught uh, a post about this band and, and checked it out, listened to their first album uh, featuring this song. And I've really liked them ever since then. Have you ever had a chance to see them live? Yes, I have. So a couple summers ago, um, The National, which is one of my all-time favorite bands, they uh, announced that, that they're doing a show in Hamilton and always was opening up for them. And this was, uh, I'd say, a couple months after I just first started listening to Always. So uh, naturally, as I do, I immediately bought tickets uh, to, to go see them. And they were fantastic. I mean, you know, I, I was obviously extremely excited to see The National because they're my favorite band. But I came away from the concert a diehard Always fan. They put on such an incredible performance. It was, it was really good. And, you know, I, I wasn't sure how their music would translate to a live show. Um, but they they nailed it. Like all the effects I mentioned, the the reverb and everything, it sounded so cool. Um, played through live speakers, they're really really good. I'm glad you like the National. There's that's a band that I've I've always enjoyed myself. So that's really cool that you like them. Yeah, they're they're in my top three all time for sure. I love. Yeah, speaking them. of bands that are a little bit self loathing and uh, uh, talk a lot about emotions, that would be the National for sure. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> most yeah. definitely. No, most I'm glad definitely. you like. The national to me is just uh, it's just uh, rainy days, just distilled into music. <laughs> rainy sound. Yeah, that's a good description. Yeah, they're good. They're a good band. I like the national. Yeah. 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 Uh, where? So, do you mind uh, if I ask I'm, one more question? Where? So you said in yeah, Hamilton. Absolutely. Where in Hamilton did you see them? Do you remember? Um. Yeah. So it was like a. It was actually a really cool day. They they set it up almost as if it was a one day music festival. So they built a stage. Um, uh, on the waterfront at one of the piers and uh, they just kind of had performances starting from, from noon uh, all the way until the national came on at, at, at night. So, you know, it was a bunch of bands and, and singers playing um, and, you know, they had food trucks set up and everything. It was, it was a really, really cool spot, beautiful weather right by the water. Yeah, it was awesome. I have a lot of fond memories of Hamilton. I have a lot of um, dear friends that live in Hamilton, so I've I've spent quite a bit of time there. So it's, I'm glad that you that you saw a show there. It's a the the people of Hamilton are, are special people. I always I always dug them. Yes, yes. No, Ham- Hamilton's definitely the, there's there's some really good parts of Hamilton. Great food too, and there's some really bad <laughs> parts of Hamilton. Let's let's be honest by that too. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. You got to take the good with the bad. (laughs) If anyone's ever driven from Toronto to Niagara Falls, once you hit the sort of uh, bridge and you'll know what I'm talking about and you look over to your right and you see the refineries and the steel mills, (laughs) that's Hamilton. That's the, the industrial side of Hamilton. Uh, Go in a little bit deeper if you want to go see the nice parts of Hamilton and Ancaster. Yeah. Once you, once you can see the the layer of smog over the city, that's when you know you've yeah, hit that's, Hamilton. That's Hamilton. Lovely place, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not the, the 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 most scenic looking place in the world. That's for sure. It's it's not glamorous, but it's got a lot it of character does. and a lot it of does. heart, and it's it's a cool place. No, I really so yeah, I really I, dug the song, Nick. Uh, th- yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, keep going. No problem. Um, I just wanted to mention. I'm not sure if you uh, caught the voice crack. Um, in, in the singer's voice, like towards the end of the song, she does the, the second last rendition of the chorus. But I, I'm so addicted to this one mm. voice crack. And I, I don't know why, but it's my favorite part of the song because it just reinforces everything we were talking about, about how this is you know, a really vulnerable, heart-wrenching song. No, I, I must admit, I didn't and, pick up on that. Yeah. 
okay, when we're done recording, listen to it again. About three minutes into the song, just just listen to, to how she delivers the chorus. And it's it, it just makes everything so raw and personal. And that's, to me, that's how I know that, you know, she's really feeling these emotions. She's feeling everything she's singing about. She's lived through it. And that elevates it to me. That that takes it to the next level. Because I, I really appreciate when you can tell when a musician's being authentic in, in what they're singing about. So yeah, definitely shines through. It felt like a very personal song. Um, That's how I came. That's how it came across to me. It felt very personal to the singer. So I really enjoyed it myself. Uh, I I do like it when, when you can feel the emotion that, that the band puts into the performance. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess uh, the only question left is um, as to whether this will be in your playlist from now on. I think it will be my playlist, but I must admit if I'm having a happy day, or if I'm, you know, tripping the light, fantastic. It, I might not go into it, but if I'm, you know, if I'm having a bit of a bummer day and I just want to sort of listen to some heartfelt music, that's when it's going to uh, rotate heavily for me. Yeah, I, I totally get that. And my my one recommendation is if you're ever walking alone on a foggy night after it's been raining all day, throw this song on. Absolutely. You know, I have a playlist on my phone that um, that I've set up when I'm doing landscape photography of I'm, you know, walking around uh, exploring areas I've never, never been before. And uh, this will be one of the songs that I'll add to my photography playlist because it, you know, uh, as a photographer, I liked going through emotions. I like remembering what I was feeling when I take a certain picture, uh, especially landscape or sunrise or sunset photography. Um, uh, so this will definitely be on my playlist when I'm taking pictures. Awesome. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a great spot yeah. for this song to go. It, yeah. Darren, what did you think of uh, of the song? Yeah, I liked it. Thank you, Darren. Uh, Thank you, Darren. So, Nick, uh, tell us, tell our listeners then how they can get a hold of us if they if they ever need to send us an email. Sure. So, if you'd like to email us, you can find us at just hit play seventy three zero zero at gmail dot com. And if you want to find us on Instagram, you can go to at just hit play podcast and you'll find our Instagram page. You can shoot us a DM. And uh, I take care of the Facebook page. So just do a search for just hit play uh, and then you can join the community on Facebook. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, That's pretty much the end of the podcast. Uh, At the end of the podcast, we like to play a new song by an independent artist. And today's song comes from Rowana Maria. Uh, She's an upcoming artist that was raised in the heart of Western Sydney. Uh, She has a mixed heritage and her upbringing has given her electric uh, sound, allowing her to delve into pop, R&B and gospel. Uh, One of her missions is to empower young women to achieve success. Her music comes from a deep and personal experience from her life and helps provide light to others. Uh, The song we're going to listen to is is a song called Same Dress. Uh, I really think it's a cool song and I expect big things from this artist. Uh, You can find more information about her in our show notes. And uh, Darren just hit play on this uh, song, Same Dress by Rona Maria. And we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. I don't like the way you look at other girls. But I work hard teaching kids. Values and self-worth I don't like that you think you're so damn cool Cause you're tall, super fake But your head is full of love I don't like the way you made me feel so small 
Same just but a different girl. Na 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 na. 